This is the Marketing Natives, providing actionable ways to grow, improve, and succeed in your business. And now, your hosts, Christian and Aaron. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Marketing Natives. This is a special episode and it's actually our first that we haven't ever recorded here locally in Allen, Texas. Uh, Jace is over in Utah and you'll find out a little bit about him in a second, but Jace has been um, working in digital marketing for a while. We actually met, I believe, through Rick Mullerty's course uh, for Facebook ads. Jace has been killing it on uh, on Facebook and we're actually friends personally on Facebook and just talk back and forth. And what's really cool is Jace has has some amazing results that was actually just brought out by Facebook as a case study. So we're super excited for you guys to find out a little bit about him. Jace, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. And I'm excited that I didn't have to go all the way out to uh, Texas to film it Um, (laughs) because I don't make it out there very often. So glad to be doing the first uh, Zoom one. Yeah. And well, and like I said, most of ours are local because we just kind of get local businesses. So... um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, but if you ever make it to Texas, we can record here too. Then it's fine. Put it on my list. I'll put it on my list. Awesome. So this is, and we have some. We just have some information about you. We're just gonna and let everybody know that this is just all a just a regular conversation. But one of the things we found out was that you started doing digital marketing and SEO when you were fifteen. That's a yep. uh, early. Little age. Bit, that's a little bit ago. <laughs> yeah, eight years. Um, I was. I would be the. I was like the kid that would run around from business to business and I would knock on their door and I'd be like dressed up in church clothes and things like that. And I would try and sell them SEO services um, for like no joke, 25 to a hundred dollars a month. And so whenever I got a client, it was like amazing. Um, But that was what I did instead of getting like my first fast food job or anything like that. So I would, I would help them rank in like the, it's called like the map pack or the, you know, the, the, like Mm -hmm. the, couple of I don't know how it is now I haven't looked into SEO in years but I used to try and rank in like the top three on maps for different little businesses and that's what I would uh that's what I'd go around selling that's awesome how did you get uh, or where did the idea come from to start doing SEO at such a young age uh, my dad bought me a course actually uh, I don't okay. remember whose it was or anything like that but yeah there was a whole course on starting up your own SEO agency and that's what you were going to be selling so watch that and I, I distinctly remember the summer that I was about to have, like have to get a job um, and instead I watched that and decided to try and go sell myself like and these services so that is awesome and speaking of courses when did you at what age did you jump in and or find Rick's course because that's kind of how our paths crossed um, yeah I think I was Rick wasn't the first one the first the first Facebook ads guy that I watched um, I think I was 20. 20 maybe 21 um because it wasn't too long ago two or three years ago three years ago um that i found ricks um but other than that i kind of just messed around with facebook ads on my own um i'm the type that just jumps into a platform and starts messing with things um and i I was i had i was working at a digital marketing agency so i just kind of asked my boss hey can i just go go try this out on some clients and if it works we'll turn it into a service and he was like yeah go for it Uh, so yeah so it was uh i was learning facebook ads and then i think i I, i'm sure i've taken a couple courses or maybe watched some youtube videos uh the name dan henry floats around up in my head even though i don't follow him um anymore i think he's the one that like first introduced it to me um and then i just yeah i started learning on my own taking more courses and picking up more clients cool 
Um, so as far as taking this conversation, uh, there's some fun information or some just family and background information I want to cover, like we should talk about first, just because we have some questions from that. And then let's get into more about the campaigns and then specifically uh, your campaign that did really well. And I just want you to walk us through specifically, like, what did you do? How'd you, how'd you land the job? How'd you create that funnel? How'd you get those leads? How the heck did Facebook contact you? Um, And so we can go into, into that stuff and uh, in a little bit. I think that's why everybody is probably clicking on this episode as we <laughs> listen to it. Cool. Um, so I'm actually reading some of this stuff. There's a couple of things that, I mean, I align with a lot of the things that you have here, uh, which is really cool about your family, but it also says that you're debt free and an investor. I don't know if that's still, um, active or not, but then you also want to help, um, make your family, uh, pursue their dreams to be more successful too. Can you talk a little bit more about that area of your life? Yeah, I'm guessing you're reading my uh, LinkedIn, right? Is that where yeah, you're grabbing that info? From, yeah, pull cool. stuff from LinkedIn, your website, lots of stuff. So to be fair, that is a vision statement, so not everything is necessarily active. It's what I'm hoping for everything to be active. But yeah, cool. as far as um, like helping out my family, and I think I had some parts in there about helping my grandparents retire. Um, if it's not on there, I'd like, you know, I need it to be on there of like helping my parents become financially stable and retire eventually just where I realized I can do a lot for myself, but if I'm just doing it alone, who cares? Mm-hmm. Um, and I've just always had a really close relationship with my family. Um, so it doesn't feel right if I were to go out and become successful and not help them, you know? Right. And you're not, you're no longer with another agency at this point. You're all. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, so I worked at a digital marketing job for like three years. Um, hired me in high school, gave me a shot. Still really good friends with my old boss, um, and then I left like two and a half years ago, and just started taking clients on my own. Started up my own uh, quote unquote agency. Has that always been the dream to work on your own and be your own boss? I think so. Um, and like when I quit, my boss said, "Yeah, I kind of knew." This was gonna. This was when I hired you. I knew you weren't gonna be here around here for for too long. Um, I just don't think I was able to really articulate that that dream, that goal, until mm-hmm. it was three to six months before I left. Very cool. Um, and it, so quantum. Okay, to clarify, then the quantum media was the company that you worked for in the past, or is that actually with your yeah? So that's actually my agency. I do not market it. I do not promote quantum media. That is the LLC that I have for tax purposes. Uh, everything that you're, everything that I promote is myself. Um, when you work with my agency, you work with me. Got it. Okay. And well, yeah, I probably have some questions from that too, but that's what I was wondering. Cause I know that like, uh, your website, everything, it all draws back to Jace. And then yeah. I saw the quantum media and I was like, wait, is that just I didn't know just, you were doing personal branding. Yeah, just the tax, on? just the tax strategy. Everything I do is personal branding. So, very cool. Um, okay, so let's let's jump into uh, this campaign, and I don't know where exactly this is going to take us, but um, I'm going to like let's just throw it over to you and explain a little bit about this campaign that we're talking about. Give us some background about how you landed the the client, um, what you what you did there, and the results. Um, which we'll publish all the results on the the show notes page, guys, so you can see them. But Jace is going to explain this to us as well. Uh, they're insane, so um, I hope he gives us some really good insight to this, and hopefully he's got something to share with for uh, for you guys as well later. 
Yeah, I've got something really special for later. Um, but yeah, the, I landed the client. Um, I actually knew me from my old digital marketing job. I was doing not quite the same thing, but pretty close. And when I left the company, like six months later, they're like, yeah, we left your old agency um, and we want to work with you. So they're an active client of mine. Uh, this exact campaign wasn't like a, a project per se. It's just part of an active ongoing relationship with the client. Um, but the campaign is actually very simple. Uh, when I was setting it up, I was kind of thinking this is, this is really simple. Um, but it is just a click to messenger ad that pulls up a little message and says something along the lines of, hey, we're having X sale. Uh, we did our first one for Memorial Day. Um, and instead of giving them the information right there, we make them opt in on ManyChat saying, hey, can we send you like the discount code? Can we send you the sale information? And there's a big button and it's, you know, yes, send it to me and they click it. So that opts them in. And then we just flat out give them the sale info. Okay, use this code. It's buy one, get one 50% off. It's good till Tuesday night. And then we just put a little link to the shop. And that's pretty much the, the front end of the campaign. Uh, mm -hmm. After after a minute, uh, I've got a little timer set up so that after a minute, what it does is it goes and asks them, hey, something along the lines of, hey, we've got a VIP group that we send. Like, not, the group isn't the right one. We've got a VIP list that we send Whenever, whenever we launch a new product or whenever we're having a big sale, do you want to you want to join our VIP list? And it's just a little yes or no option inside of ManyChat. Uh, if they say yes, then they're going to get all of our follow-up um, sponsored messages and stuff about future sales or the sale ending or something like that. If they hit no, then we just don't, you know, promote anything to them. So yeah, the the ManyChat side of it, the, like the bot flow, is actually incredibly simple, uh, and then the ad is dead simple as well. We just took the banner that uh, the client was running on their page, and instead of promoting, you know, big on the banner, later um, Memorial Day sale, use code Memorial Memorial Day 2019 or whatever it was, we just took that exact same banner, and instead of giving them the information, it said show me the deal, or something like that, and that's what the image we ran is the Facebook ad, um, and all through the case study, I think on the case study we were pretty transparent about what we did. Um, so much so that people are always asking me, like, what else did you do? I'm like, that's, that's it. You know, uh, you set up a simple ad saying we're having a sale and you hook up a bot that they have to interact with to get the info of the sale. And you just run that to warm audiences, you know, people who have either bought from you before, people who are, have engaged with your list. Uh, we run a little bit of cold traffic through it, but it's not a focus on the spend since we only do it once every couple months whenever they're having a giant sale. So, okay, a couple questions from that. Um, you talked a little bit about audiences, and I wanted to focus uh, on that. Uh, when you say warm audiences, obviously people have purchased, website traffic, et cetera. What kind of numbers size-wise were you looking at as far as people who had purchased in the past and then website traffic? Um, because obviously, I, th I think anyway, it would have to be a pretty good size amount of traffic for you to, to focus a lot on warm versus, um, you know, a little bit of cold, too. So it, it sounded like they had a good brand a little bit already, correct? Yeah, um, they definitely had, like this isn't something that you go out with a brand new drop shipping store and just right. launch and it just does money. This is for more established brands for sure. Um, I think they only had maybe a list of eight to 10,000 people who had previously wow. bought from them. Um, but then our. And then like we did our website traffic and that's good because you know, 100,000 a month or something like that. I forget the exact specifications. Um, 
And then people who are just engaging with our brand, watching our videos over the past, I did like three to six months. Mm -hmm. I think I did, I, I think I did three months of watching videos and six months of just raw engagement. Um, and so, yeah, we had hundreds of thousands of people that we could potentially target. And a lot of brands, a lot of the bigger ones do, especially if you're, if you're spending money on Facebook ads. Mm -hmm. Um, and the beauty of that is, okay, maybe like when we launched the campaign, we were spending, I think we were trying to spend a thousand dollars a day and Facebook just wouldn't quite spend it, it all. Yeah, well, yeah. Facebook wouldn't quite spend it all. But even if this is just, you know, you're, you're just getting started, you've only got some small followings, you go out and you set this up for $25, $50 a day. It just gives you that extra, that extra boost to any, you know, Thanksgiving day sales or Labor Day sales, you know, whatever, whatever promotion you're running. Um, and this can be completely modified to it. So, um, with the, I was going to say with that traffic, how long did you guys run that campaign? Was it just over that Memorial day weekend only and you just set it up ahead of time and it was over those three or four days or were you guys prepping for that kind of, you know, pre-sell before Memorial day or how long was that going? I think it was like a five day campaign. Um, I forget it. Like if Memorial day was on Monday, um, I think we started it like on Wednesday or Thursday when the sale started, um, and then one of the cool things that we did, actually, which was on Tuesday, the day after Memorial Day, we sent out a sponsored message to everybody who had opted in, and except for the people who, you know, chose not to get the follow-up messages, saying, hey, you know, we had a lot of people message us that they missed the sale because they were out doing things on Memorial Day, so we'll extend it for one more day. And that got, that's what took, a, like, I think we got like an 85 times return on ad spend on that sponsored message. Wow. On that, on that follow-up. I, I have to go check my own case study now. But I think it was, yeah. That's why, notes-wise, it looked, I think that's what it was, because you guys had like an 18 or something on the front, and then, you know, it was a crazy number for the for the backside. Yeah. So that was um, just a, it was a good little add-on, like a, okay, the sale's over, we're going to extend it for a day, and we're going to blast out to a bunch of people uh, for like, I think it was a, a penny, a penny and a half per message to send out that follow-up of, hey, we're extending um, the sale. That's, wow. <laughs> a penny and a half. And that's probably, uh, I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, but probably one of the best campaigns that that company has ever ran as far as return. and. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Um, our, our sponsored message follow-ups always just crush it. I mean, like our retargeting and things like that do amazing, but not, not like that. Yeah. Um, also want to ask you about uh, do you have anything else regarding uh, nurturing of those people who uh, maybe signed up for it but did not use the discount or coupon or anything like that? You know, I haven't gone that granular. Um, we, we do send the sponsor follow-up, and mm -hmm. they are on our many chat list for all the future sponsored follow-ups. Um, so other than some, some engagement ads that we run, because uh, you can do an export of, the, of everyone who opted in, and so you can make your own little an engagement ad um, targeted just to those people for later. Uh, but the, you know, they, it's building subscribers. And I'm not a, I'm not a big uh, broadcast guy. Uh, like I, I don't manage any broadcasts um, or email blasts or anything like that. I only handle paid. Uh, I know that a handful of people will go out and do broadcast to people after they've opted in through an ad or something like that. But this mm -hmm. was definitely like a um, like get them to convert quickly type right. of campaign and 
um, had you tried this type of campaign before with like previous clients or this was just more like, I guess, what was your strategy whenever you sat down? Was this you worked with a team or was it you came up with it, just kind of mapping it out and saying, OK, I think this is our best place to market. Or have you proven it, you know, maybe on a smaller scale somewhere else? And that's what made you think to do this route or um, how exactly did you come up with that? So I, I wish I actually came up with this campaign. Um, I was sitting down with the, the client's team and we were outlining what we were going to do for the uh, Memorial Day promotion because I always do big sales and we usually spend a pretty decent amount of money promoting it. And they said, we're going to try this this idea where we're not going to give them give away the the code and the, and the info of the sale. If somebody has to opt into our email to get it. And it was like, oh, that's that's a really good idea. Let's let's implement that with Messenger as well. Um, and now that's pretty much how exclusively how we run our deals. Is only through Messenger. Uh, through that strategy of because uh, like it, like if you go and like Black Friday's coming up, everybody's gonna have their Black Friday coupon code plastered all over their website, right? Yeah. So instead of doing something like that, we were making it so that they had to opt into our email or our Messenger because I added that in. But we were they the base plan was to make them opt into our email list. To get that coupon code and to get the actual uh, like discount information, so there was kind of that 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 curiosity factor of we're having a big Memorial Day sale, we're not telling you it's buy one get one fifty percent off, we're le- we're only letting you know that we're having a big one and you need to opt in, and then we'll send you all the details through email. So we took that idea that their team had and implemented it with Messenger and with actual Facebook ads to reach more people. It's funny because you say that right now and it's like, wow, that's so simple. Like, it's just like a right? you know, <laughs> no brainer. But then it's like, I honestly, out of all the campaigns or things like that, I've maybe heard something like that maybe once, but even then, like, I've never really heard about that. It's just more of like, a, okay, we'll just deliver it on the thank you page. We'll deliver it on the email, uh, but nothing like specifically like the way that you guys are doing it. And it's, I feel like it was just a tweak, but that tweak obviously <laughs> had a huge impact. Yeah, because, I mean, we could have just ran a regular Facebook ad saying, use this code, you get buy one fifty percent off, blah, 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 and it would have just been another regular campaign, um, and I wouldn't have built up huge subscriber lists and have all this follow-up, and it probably would not have gotten the return that we got. No, because I'm just thinking about it now as a user. If I click in there and I say yes, now I'm kind of like intently like asking for something versus just like, oh, I have this code and I'm just clicking a button. So it's like I went through all these steps. I really want it. So now you guys have really intentional shoppers. So, I mean, it's really it was so simple, but it's just as I'm saying it out loud, it's, I mean, it's really just genius psychological, you know, trigger there. And, and I've like given this away at a, like I've shared the strategy and stuff at like a live presentation and I could tell the entire audience was sitting there thinking, really, this is what we were. And it's like, yeah, it's that simple. It works. Um, Cause yeah, when I was, as I said, when I was making it, it was like, eh, this, this seems too easy, but yeah. now something that we just do because it works. And okay. So we covered a little bit about the campaign. I don't know if you want to touch more on the campaign, but I'm really, really curious to hear about like, did you submit something to Facebook? Did Facebook reach out to you guys? Like how exactly did you get that cool spot on Facebook's, uh, website? Yeah. So kind of a mixture of both. Um, I'm sure you are aware of all of the jokes and I'm just going to leave it at jokes. Um, that is, (laughs) that is said about like Facebook reps, um, and talking with them and all that. 
and I I had been talking with this rep on behalf of this client for probably like three or four months, and every call was just, all right, yeah, I'll, I'll make sure to turn that little setting on, and you know, just a bunch of calls where it wasn't really that great. Um, yeah. And then I just casually mentioned, oh yeah, we just ran this this Memorial Day campaign. I got like a 18 times return, and our sponsored message was like an 85 times return, and like she whoa stop excuse me what happened what'd you do okay tell me about that um she's like do you want to do you want me to submit that to our success stories team they, they'd probably love it if you could just put some of the information together and like some some data for me i was like oh yeah like send it over to them um and i think like two days later they're like yeah we're gonna they sent me this huge form to fill out it took like two or three months of back and forth and drafts and just everything but yeah i just kind of casually mentioned it on, I mean, I, on purpose, but I casually mentioned it to it to uh, to the one of the uh, to like our Facebook rep, and she was all over it. I'm gonna mute my, my phone. Somebody's calling me, but um, yeah, I I don't think that they are actively looking for different stuff. I think you need to be like talking with a rep, and it's it's nice that we have that relationship there, because um, we we ask for things, and there's been times where. Like I got like locked out of an account or something and she was able to help me out. So as much as they don't provide that many great ideas, it's an awesome contact to have. And yeah. if you drop enough good results on them, you know, one of them might stand out. Dang. And have you tried this strategy with um, other clients? I mean, I know a big focus for you or a, a lot of focus. I don't know if it's specifically what you do is um, e-commerce. I don't know if you do any other legion or anything like that. But have you tried this on other um, e-commerce clients? Uh, the chatbot strategy or the success yeah. story strategy? The chatbot the one? The chatbot strategy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, it's actually pretty hard to get clients to bite on this whole chatbot thing. It's crazy it is it is and i can link to a facebook success story and they're like yeah we have to implement it on the site and all that but um but yeah no i've tried it and i've probably ran six or seven campaigns with that model and they all get 13 to 18 times return on that spend and people are still struggling to sign up with it i don't understand i that. i don't know it, it, okay to be fair when i when i take somebody on and i want to do chatbots for them i do like everything chatbot so I'm doing remarketing and retargeting, and and I'm going in and trying to put pop-ups on their site that link that pull them into Messenger and all that. And so I think that I might be selling too too much right there. And it's not just mm -hmm. like a hey, let's set up this one little campaign. You know, it'll be fun. Right. So that might there. be some of the uh, resistance there. Which yeah, I guess I can understand that too. They're like, we don't want to put all of our eggs into one basket and just say that the messenger is the end all be all. I guess we have this here in the notes, anyways. Like systems that you've used to scale established businesses, um, giving a free audit. I understand that. So give a free audit for his business or his client's business and let them uh, know if they're scaling paid traffic is the right move for them. Is that just a like a general like a lead magnet type of strategy for you as an agency to see if it's the right fit for you to bring somebody on, or is it just more of a customer service aspect, or is that like just a that, tactic yeah, that you? Yeah, it, it's um, I end up saying no to a lot of people um, that want to work with me, um, at least 10, 15 a month, and a lot of that is based off of just I ask them about their business, I see how they how they're doing. If they're not at the at the uh, level that I usually play at, then I turn them away. And then if they are, I'm usually spending 50 to 150 grand a month on ads. 
then I'll go in and do an audit and make sure I'm not jumping into like a dying account. Or if, if they're doing everything that's amazing, if, if everything they're doing is amazing and I honestly can't help them, that's why I want to do an audit of the account first, just to just to make sure I think I can actually help before I take them on as a client. Mm -hmm. So I guess two questions from that. One of them was, um, so we, the benefit of you and I being friends on Facebook is that I saw uh, basically your, I will say it's a rant. We'll just say it's a, a longer post <laughs> about um, other ad agencies taking advantage of people and and then at your friends showing or telling you about that and just jumping into an ad account. Do you see that quite a bit? Um, I mean, we get people who ask us questions about ads, but never really have we jumped in there and seen something until after they've become a client. So I think that's probably where we should audit it a little bit ahead of time to see, or if we're going to get access to it. But, um, is that just happened more frequently for you or is that something that's pretty regular, pretty regular? Um, so it's definitely happened more, but that's based on more people have been reaching out to me lately, um, especially since that success story. And I've actually started to be active on social media, which is great since I do advertise there. Um, but no, even even clients that have been with me for over two years, um, they just they weren't getting the right numbers from their ads agency or they they were hiring them, but they felt like they weren't actually like moving the needle and growing their business. Um, I can think of four clients that I have jumped in and I go and I look up some stuff and it's like, oh, here, here's why they're not moving the needle. They're getting you a great return on ad spend, but they're spending $15 a day and you guys are a multi-million dollar company. It, wow. it, it doesn't, yeah, it's like, it doesn't matter how good of a ROAS they're getting. They're not going to do anything to impact like your actual growth. Dang. So this may be, and you can, we can always cut out stuff like this. A lot of times we'll just have, like I said, it's just normal conversation, but, um, so you weren't posting too much on social media now that you are, has most of your business been referral or have you been using ads to generate your own businesses as well? So, yeah, this is actually one of the things that I, uh, I don't like about, like I'm a, I'm a B2C marketer. People who can figure out B2B marketing, you guys are some special, like, amazing kind of people. Uh, whenever I run um, ads trying to grow myself, um, it I just get leads of a, like a lot of people who are starting up little tiny stores. They want to spend a couple hundred bucks on ads. I'm, I'm not the best fit for that. Uh, I'm sure some other people serve that market. I do not. Um, so a lot of my clients and a lot of my client, my current clientele have come from networking and then just trying to be as much of an authority on the subject as I can and getting good results. Very cool. So networking. Okay. That's something that we know here for local, like you're just networking there in Utah. Where are you in Salt Lake or? I'm just South of Salt Lake, 20, 30 okay. minutes South. Okay. So just networking with business owners there or networking online or. Um, funny enough, it's a lot of online and then my clients end up local. I, I can't tell you why. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll go and I've got clients that go to masterminds, and so I network with people who are also at their mastermind. I'm in a, a mastermind myself. Um, I I feel like I make pretty pretty valuable posts on Facebook that gets shared around, that gets passed around, so that when somebody does come across me, they go, "Okay, this guy knows what he's talking about, and I want to work with him." Mm -hmm. So networking is that it's like a very uh, loose term because it, it's not like I'm going out and going, "Okay, I want to." network with other e-commerce companies that I could run ads for. 
it's going and networking with friends in marketing and they go, oh, cool, I do, I do financial lead generation. I've got like five people I could refer you to that all do e-commerce. Uh, no hard feelings if you say no to them, but I'd love to pass you those leads. Nice, yeah. It's, that's one thing I've learned is you like the, the value of one relationship, whether you realize it's gonna be valuable when you do it, when like when you start it or not, it, it, it's insane how much that can grow. Very true. Um, I do want to ask about, uh, I guess, either education or training uh, as far as ongoing and how do you keep up with current trends and even something like, you know, when chatbots came up, um, how did, you know, that came up and um, how do you keep up with, you know, everything that's going on with social media? Yeah, it can be uh, tough. Things change mm -hmm. fast, actually. Things change really fast. Uh, one of the big things that changed recently um, was a lot of the privacy and the connections that you need to have with Facebook ads. Um, mm -hmm. I, I think that a, a big reason that a lot of people are getting their ad accounts shut down is because they don't have their businesses structured correctly. And so you do one thing that looks like a little bit of a yellow flag with Facebook and they just shut everything down. Um, so I was trying to learn more about that. So I posted in a, in a Facebook group I'm in and this random lady from Australia connected with me and was teaching me about a whole bunch of stuff. And so we're like changing, we're exchanging skills um, because I know a lot about product catalogs and how to set up e-commerce ads. And then she's really good at, ma at setting up business managers and making sure everything's verified with Facebook and making sure that you're not like sharing data where you shouldn't be and all that. So there's like little changes like that. Um, as far as like learning things about, about chatbots, uh, lots of courses, lots and lots of mm. courses. Um, I, I know many chats got a good free one that teaches you pretty much the ins and outs of how to use everything. Um, and then the strategies just come from experience and really watching what other people are doing. Uh, there's, if I ever see a good ad, I'm taking screenshots, I'm saving it into an archive. I'm, I'm going to their, to the Facebook ads library and seeing what other ads they're running. Um, mm -hmm. It's really just going out there and, you know, being a researcher and figuring out what's going on and how you can take advantage of it. Mm -hmm. Being an actual user and dissecting what other people are doing correctly. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, that's that sounds like pretty much like my life here. I'm like, oh, yep, save, save, save. It's like, how many, uh, 200 unopened, like, saves yep. here? Yeah, you got your own little swipe file, but, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I believe even if I go back and look at them or not, they're, they're somewhere in my subconscious to help me create better ad campaigns in the future or something like that. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to use that line. I'm going to use that in the future for uh, <laughs> for whenever I'm talking to. Like, yeah, they're, they're there, which is true. I mean, especially for, like, Instagram stories. I feel like I come across a lot of really good Instagram stories. I'm like, that actually caught my attention. We need to do some stuff. Have you um, have you had much success with doing campaigns through specifically Instagram stories or um, much experience with those? Uh, for the right client. Uh, I'm, so I'm actually not much of an Instagram user at all. Um, I mainly use Facebook. I know I need to get on Instagram. I know. Um, but yeah, I've got a, I've got a client in the fitness industry because I don't just do e-commerce. I do some lead generation for webinars and for challenges and things like that. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm definitely niching down into e-commerce because I see that as a just Huge something growth, that I'm right. Yeah. But anyway, um, like my one of my fitness clients she does very well on Instagram stories because she's inviting them to come and do Pilates and she's got like a five day challenge and things like that. Uh, cool. The other thing that I'm using Instagram story, I should share this because it's amazing, um, is the, the polls on Instagram stories. 
has been working really well with e-commerce. Oh, like the the advertising ability, right? Yeah. Or so just you can, in general. Okay. Well, I'm sure as a, I'm not an organic guy. Like I, my client does something organically. Cool. I don't I don't know about it, but um, <laughs> or at least I don't know how well it's working. I guess I know about it because I sometimes leverage it for ads. But yeah, there's an option to add a, a poll inside of your Instagram stories as ads, and I've seen really good results with them. So uh, what is that they? They just like like they choose one or the other, and then they're able to remarket to people based off of what they choose, or how exactly does that work? Not, not even that yet, unfortunately. At least not that I know of. Um, it is a newer feature, um, but yeah, it's just that engagement level of them taking a quiz and then having the option to swipe up and visit the website. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's been doing really well. Um, engagement rates really high, and we 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 ask questions that kind of make people self-select into yeah, okay, I need this product. Um, even if we can't necessarily take that data and do much with it right now, they are making, they're making that like micro commitment of saying, yeah, like I, I would need this kind of product or I do have this kind of problem in my life. And then the product sitting behind, you know, the quiz, just waiting for them to swipe up and buy it. Nice. Yeah, that's cool. Um, <clears throat> one last thing that uh, I want to cover on that, that messenger campaign that I, that I think that, you know, everybody who's listening right now should uh, be, you know, looking for is, uh, and we talked about this a little bit earlier, but share with people what you can give them about that messenger file. Um, and you and I talked, like I said, at the beginning of this podcast, that you're going to give somebody something nice away to these people. <laughs> yeah, I've got a, I've got the whole mini chat sequence for you. Exactly how I built it, how to run it, and everything. I'll just share that with you guys. Um, so if you go to awesome. jspeeny.com slash share to make that not so bright, I've got the flow that you can just add into your own ManyChat account, ready to run everything. Um, wow. And if I share my screen, I'll just go through it quick. Yeah, absolutely. That'd be great. All right, so I'm sharing there. You guys see that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe zoom in a little bit more because we'll... Yeah, um... I'm messing with all the there's the video overlays on it and everything. But yeah, I've just got it so that you guys can just... Here's like an opening message. I'll template out. Um, pulls them into here. This is where you give them the actual code. This is where you put like a link to your shop. Tags them, looks for a tag. So this is like adding them to the VIP list. And this is just a condition where if they're already on... If they've either said yes or no to the VIP list, it doesn't send them this message. Ask them to join VIP, all that. So, yeah, this is the exact flow, obviously, with the, you know, a template such as holiday instead of saying Memorial Day mm-hmm. that we use. So we just use the JSON ad, and it just pulled them into this, and they were uh, off to the races. So for those who are watching on video, you're seeing this right now. Those who are on a podcast, you can pull over safely whenever you'd like. This is, I mean, it's, this is huge um and honestly it really is what people ask for on a podcast or what they're looking for is like i really need just that plug and play what jace was talking about i don't know how to do but literally he's he's laying out this template for you to be successful that's i mean that's huge yeah and that's just uh jacebeanie.com slash share i don't know if you guys put any links or things like that but yeah uh, we will just a basic share page just click on that button it'll pull it into your many chat account and uh You'll have all the tags, you'll have the sequence, you'll have pretty much everything you need to just 
run that as a Facebook ad. That's cool. It's kind of like ClickFunnels. I didn't know that uh, ManyChat had that option where you could just share a, um, a funnel, basically, or a messenger series. That's cool. Yeah, people don't use it enough, and I've definitely been considering it more for my uh, my own marketing. Yeah, because, I mean, yeah, that's... That's a, that's a heck of a lead magnet right there, so... Oh, my gosh, yes. <laughs> I mean, it's got proven results already, so that's awesome. Um Okay. Is there any, we want to get into, we always interview people. I don't know if you've listened to an episode of our interviews style before, but I want to get into a couple of fun questions before you, uh, have to leave. He's on your five thirty your time, seven thirty your time. Uh, six thirty my time. Oh, six thirty. Yeah. Utah's only an hour difference. I didn't know that. I thought it was two. Maybe right now. Yeah. Dang. Um, it's like, <sighs> I hate daylight savings time. It's coming up in a huge soon. <laughs> yeah. So um, is there anything else about this campaign that we should know? If I'm a listener right now and I'm like, okay, I'm pulling over. I'm definitely getting Jace's funnel. I'm stealing that from him. He doesn't know it, but I'm just like, this is amazing. Um, But is there anything else about this campaign or anything about that funnel that they should know that's going to help them be successful for running those messenger ads for their business? Yeah, you can um, definitely turn it evergreen. Okay. Yeah. um, I'm not going to go into the... the depths of that but we we run it as an evergreen campaign giving 10 or sometimes 15 percent off i think um depending on the client just all the time it doesn't just have to be around a big sale and uh that's i don't know if i ever showed or it doesn't ever show any of my many chat growth in the success story or anything but yeah we've gone up to almost twenty thousand subscribers very quickly by implementing not only an evergreen strategy um but then the like the the burst of a uh, of a holiday sale using this um pretty much that exact same flow just some slight modifications that's cool all right guys you definitely have to download this if you haven't checked out messenger you don't i mean you got to know a little bit but this is a plug and this, play. yeah this is a, this is i i i kind of uh pitch pitch isn't the right word i kind of promote this as this is a really good introduction to mes- messenger nothing fancy they, they say, yes, I want the code. You give them the code, send them a, you know, give them a link to your site. It, you don't get too much more simple than that. And uh, you can implement it on your site with either a little pop-up growth tool or you can just run it as a Facebook ad. So this is like a great intro to what you can do with Messenger, in my opinion. Quick question from that. Your pop-up uh, that you're doing on there, what percentage was a pop-up versus like the, um, the actual ad? Uh, in this specific campaign, it was all... I, it was all um the ad oh okay um yeah everything that's tracked is done through the ad uh i with this this with this campaign i was only slightly implementing it on a pop-up um just because i i like the reporting of ads and as i said i'm a i'm a paid traffic guy i only Mm -hmm. kind of help clients with like the more organic side of things gotcha okay cool that is crucial and man i really hope that the people listening and we'll have jace's information on here too we'll talk about that a little bit later but if you implement this and you have some success or you have questions or whatever you definitely got to give jace let him know too um and, and reach out to him but so we have a couple of just our typical questions that now that i'm i'm curious since you aren't here um we want to find out a little bit more about you so do you watch Netflix, actually? That's question number one. Uh, yeah, me and my girlfriend watch some Netflix. Okay. What do you guys watch or currently binging? What's what's What are you guys watching right now? Um, 
we just finished The Office pretty recently. Um, there was a show. I mean, we obviously keep up with Stranger Things. We binge watch that the, the day it comes out. It's not even <laughs> right. funny how fast we watch that. Shows like American Dad. Shows like Family Guy. Um, we're actually kind of getting to a point where we're starting to look for more stuff as we're very quickly running out of episodes from uh, <laughs> Adult Swim. Um, so yeah, what about you guys? I watched. Um, so I think The Office is good, but Parks and Rec I think is better. Oh, we've watched. Par- yeah, we've watched Parks and Rec. Uh, that was first. We've been dating for about ten months, so it's a it's a long, blurry road <laughs> of everything we've watched on Netflix. So I was a big Parks and Rec fan. I felt like I should have watched The Office first because Parks and Rec's a little bit newer, and I feel like that's I don't know, it's just different. But I'm more of Parks and Rec, and then I would say like murder or like something like that so like stranger things and that like that style kind of i'm more into movies man i don't remember <laughs> the last time that i watched like a full-on like series or new girl new girl that yeah, was that's... the last like full series that i actually watched new yeah. girl is really good have you seen new girl i haven't with well, the other the other thing we've been watching a ton of is like uh, planet earth um, we, yeah. there's a documentary or documentary series called explained. And it's like these little 20 to yes. 30 minute segments. So good. Yeah. Uh, we, yeah, we, we, uh, end up going a lot to documentaries of mm-hmm. animals or crazy stuff that's going on. Um, as far as series. Yeah. We're, we're kind of tapped out on those. Yeah. And I was just, I was ironically, we were heading to a presentation, both Christian and I, and I was telling him, I was like, Hey, I just started watching this thing called explained and it's like really good. Um, yeah. So we need to combine and figure out how to, have you still watched the one about water? Yeah. Scary. (laughs) Yeah. Got to figure out a way to, uh, figure out water for the rest of this world. What other question? Okay. I have a question here. Um, you said that you're not a big Instagram guy, mainly Facebook. Um, is there anything that you want to dabble into or that you're planning into getting more or learning more? I, I guess not necessarily posting for your personal brand, but maybe uh, when it comes to ads, um, maybe you want to get more into Instagram ads, maybe LinkedIn, maybe Snapchat. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, YouTube. I am trying to, I am, it is like pulling teeth trying to get all my clients to also run YouTube ads. Um, Cause then they have to film videos and the YouTube ads are different than Facebook ads and all that. Um, but the YouTube ads that I have run for clients have actually been very successful. Um, so Google and YouTube, I'm definitely trying to dive into. Uh, I know a lot of people um, are big on Snapchat and that I just, I, I don't want to mess with it that much. I did. I dabble in Instagram or not in Instagram in Pinterest ads. Mm-hmm. I have not cracked the code for that. I've got one client that it does okay for, and that's that's because they're just a rock star client. Everything that they do is is gold. But yeah, Pinterest is Pinterest is a tough one. So whenever you so you're working with these people hands on, so they're literally getting Jace's brain, which is great. Do you work with contractors at all, or like do you just only handle a certain like amount of clients? And you're like, look, I can only handle. 10 or 15 clients at a time and then I know I'm maxed out and I'm not trying to do any more and then you just kind of rotate through projects or how do you work exactly with that? Yeah, so it's uh, just me. Uh, no contractors. No outsourcing. None of that. And my magic number is actually around 6 to 8 um, depending okay. on the client. And uh, right now I've got 5 and I'm doing pretty well. Um, cool. Like I, it, 
definitely charge more than a lot of agencies, or at least I, I charge like I am a big agency, but it is just me. And yeah, they just work with me, um, manage their paid traffic, anything paid traffic. And, you know, I always, I'm always jumping in answering random questions about why Facebook notifications aren't showing up here or there. Or sometimes the site's a little buggy and I, I've got just enough tech experience to, to fix it, um, like the little problems. Yeah. Oh, we, we know that world as well. Like, hey, I know you hired for me from, you know, we hired you for this, but like, you're like, quote unquote, techie. So like, yeah. can you like fix this problem? Like, yeah. uh, did you unplug did you it and plug it back in? Yeah. <laughs> clients, clients pay me enough that it, it, it's generally, I just, I just take care of it. If it's actually a big issue and I don't know how to solve it, then I help them find someone who is. But yeah, that's where I'm at right now. So this question can be taken however you'd like, or you can twist it however you'd like. Um, it's one of our, just a, another fun one that we have is what's something that you think that you've failed at? Ooh. I'd say I'm definitely, Just ever, I, 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 the thing that popped up in my head is I, as I spent an entire summer, and I think my junior year of high school, teaching myself the Adobe Creative Suite, everything. I was, I was messing with Flash. I'm really good at Photoshop. I can create all kind. I know every ins and out of, of Illustrator, and I, you can even edit videos and things like that. And then I found out that I am not creative at all. Like I'm really terrible. Like I, I know how Illustrator works in and in and out. I can't make a logo to save my life. <laughs> um, so that, that was a that was a pretty big uh, fail. Cause yeah, for a little bit there, I was I was trying to start up a business of editing people's old, old uh, like old family photos that they like find and scan. You know, if they got mm -hmm. like damage on them. I can I know how to edit. Like I know how to edit and tweak photos all day. But as far as like creating something new or like, okay, let's, let's, let's make a flyer look good. Can't do it. <laughs> Absolutely cannot do it. Uh, that's probably the best answer that we've ever had for that, for mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. It's funny because, so I'm more like, uh, you and I kind of speak the same language. Christian is very much the, the he loves the creative yeah. side and loves to take this and make something look good. And I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Like, just yeah, you know, the basics, same thing. It's like. Yeah. Probably know how to navigate through Photoshop, maybe Illustrator, right, and and do certain things. But yeah, no. I learned it inside <laughs> and out, and I was following tutorials, and I was learning how, like, I I know all the how the layer effects of Photoshop work, and I know what they do, like on a technical standpoint, and I have zero clue how to make it, how to make them look cool. <laughs> Sorry, my dog's growling. Um. So yeah, hey. He never he grouse, but when he when he does, he uh, is obviously upset about something. It's funny. <laughs> Once <a> um, <laughs> you actually uh, asked this question on on your Facebook page. Uh, if and I'm going to ask it to you. If you could go back to day one, what advice would you give yourself? Yeah, so I think I remember the answer that I gave in the comment, um, which was something along the lines of you're not an island like I, I i'm definitely like an introvert or at least i was i'm, I'm breaking out of that shell um mm -hmm. and i try to do everything on online and just i'm gonna do it myself i'm gonna figure everything out i'm gonna make my own money blah 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 um 
And the older I'm getting, the more I'm realizing that you need to go out and meet people. Like business mm-hmm. is relationships and it's establishing relationships with people and then finding ways that both of you can benefit from those relationships over and over and over again. Uh, Cause like, I would have never said I want to be on a podcast until maybe six months to a year ago is when I started to break out of that. Mm-hmm. Or I would have like a, a mentor would invite me to a, not a networking event per se, but like a meetup group of other marketers. And I'd always mm-hmm. just, no, put it off, put it off, put it off. And then I go and meet with these people and I realize like, hey, I can provide a lot of good info and I can like be a good, um, be a good connection for them. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's not only been empowering and, you know, feels great and everything, but it's also been incredibly good for the business. That's cool. All right. Last question like this that I'm thinking of, but it's just along the lines of what you were saying there. So what is something that's been recent memory, say six months or so that you've, um, the most impactful purchase that you've had of a hundred dollars or less that's, you know, positively impact or changed your life? A hundred dollars, huh? Um, looking around for random things that I use. <laughs> this headset's been really nice. This, this is a, like a HyperX, um, gaming headset. That's been nice. awesome. I think I think it is 120 though. Um, I don't remember what I got it for, but yeah, I'm always on my computer and I've always got my headset on. So this is how I do all my audios. This is how I listen to everything. Uh, I'm also a big gamer, so this is a, like a gaming headset. So very so, cool. Okay, that was right going to be my next part. Right it's like, <laughs> do it. Is a write-off for the business? Right. Yeah. <laughs> See, I, I love funny. having my I love having my. Uh, 1080 graphics card be a write-off for the business it's awesome <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh if only our employees understood what a write-off actually was they're like oh you can't just buy that and isn't that a write-off we're like yeah well, we still have to actually pay for it like <laughs> yeah. to do that yeah yeah write-off cool. is not free that's another lesson just yeah means yes. you, yeah some less taxes and things like that yes awesome Jace, thank you so much for coming on. This was awesome. This, like I said, it was our first time ever having somebody remotely, and super excited to get this video out there, share this with everyone. Um, if you guys are listening to this for the first time, I wanted to let you know this is not a normal episode. Once a month, we do an interview, and again, like I said, this is a very special episode. We did somebody brought him in remotely. Jace played along really nicely to record video on his end, so you guys can see the full video. And more importantly, I really want you to go and download his messenger funnel this is if you get nothing else you don't even listen to the podcast you just watch it and you're like okay uh i want to steal jace's messenger funnel go and take that it is absolute gold i don't think that most people realize how impactful or how important that is to potentially change your business so um jace thank you so much for coming on and um If you are listening to this for the very first time, please make sure you subscribe so that you don't miss out on any episodes. And if you've been listening for a while, what really helps us grow is if you leave that honest rating and review. And we will see you guys or talk to you guys next week. The Marketing Natives Podcast is a production of Bit Branding. 